sprinkled with comedy and always keeping it real. This is Susan from Artist Plus Geek Squared Equals Family. You're on. Go. Me? Oh, hi. <laughs> My name's Wendell. This is Susan. Hi. <laughs> this is our daughter, Ada Lee. Hi. That's, that's me. That's you. And this has got to be the most awkward and stiff introduction to a podcast I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. <laughs> okay, well, welcome to Artist Plus Geek Squared Equals Family. It's our first time out, and we're going to discuss a bunch of topics. Mm-hmm. Just going to talk about stuff in a, in a public space that mm. isn't really public, it's just the three of us. We're waiting for our, our son, who we asked to come downstairs. Being a prick about it. <laughs> He's a teenager. Okay, there he is. Here he comes. Here comes now. Here comes Paul. This is Paul. Say hi, Paul. Do I have to? Yeah, you have to say hi. Hi, Paul. Say hi, Paul. Come sit next to me. Oh, you're going to sit next to Dad? Oh, good. Okay, so it's our first time doing this, and we're thinking about podcasting because we've been married a long time in a monogamous relationship, and we have two teenagers, two dogs, and we're best friends. So we thought we'd talk about various topics. What is that? Is that your texting? Oh, geez. Nobody can put their phones down. That's topic number one. Topic Topic number one. one. (laughs) Put your phone in a pile. Digital (laughs) Digital addiction. Okay, so. Hi, my name is Wendell, and I'm a digital addict. <laughs> Hi, Wendell. Hi. Oh, dear. I don't know. It's like a serious issue. Like, I was talking recently to, like, the girls about how difficult it is to focus when you're around, like, a constant stream of information that's provided to you by, like, social media and stuff, which is a huge epidemic among yep. people our age because, like, I, I mean, I'm noticing recently I have to physically reteach myself to focus on something. Because I always have something on my fingertip, like I could go on Tumblr whenever I want, I could do Flight Rising, blah, 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 I could do a whole list of crap on the internet. What the Flight just, Rising? It's a dragon. It's like you Neopets, but with dragons. That's besides the point. I'm, I'm right, making though. a point here. <laughs> <laughs> but like, She's hijacking the podcast well, like, is like, what she's doing. Well, not really. It just like came up and, you know, I can stick on, I can slap on my retail face and, you know, but, uh. But, like, I, I mean, I, I've been trying to read again recently, and it's really difficult to focus, especially especially when I have my phone anywhere near me. So, like, I toss my phone across the room at night to read in bed because otherwise I'm going to pick it up all the time. Yeah, I distracted. It's a problem for all of us. I mean, I, I enjoy video games. I like cruising the Internet for... Memes. No, um, not memes. That's this that's one us. over here. Yeah, that's, Paul. that's Paul and I. That would be the that's children. You. That's you. That's mostly me, actually. I Is it? I haven't looked for memes in a long time. Well, Paul doesn't. Paul isn't like a promiscuous meme googler. I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm a serial meme googler. Like I funny all the time. My Twitter page is like half me. Well, he's not all I funny all the time. No. I've okay, so obviously it. part of our podcast <laughs> is going to be teenager relationships <laughs> and how this works daily and oh, what we boy. do, and. Topics that come up living with teenagers. Is it okay to say I don't consent to this? It is, but you don't this. have a choice. We're I don't <laughs> consent. You're not 18. We own you, so yeah. your concession <laughs> is con- your yes. <laughs> Whatever that was. Yeah. Your consent. So is your not reading required. issue and your phone chucking across the street is going to fall the under street. the yeah across the street is going to fall under the category of. Things we do weekly and weekly happenings, which I think we'll do each podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about weird and odd things as my husband picks up his phone uh, that go on during the week. Um, mm-hmm. Things that we're working on. And everybody, <laughs> everybody's working on things. I know you're working on commissions for artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm working towards building an inventory for my fall show circuit. What are you working on, honey? I, I'm working on a number of things. Now, I'm working on an app for iPhones, for iOS, that plays a daily affirmation 
blessings app. It's, it's a blessing. It's, blessing. A, it's a good vibe. It's yeah. Good vibes. It's a feel good thing. Yeah, and the world needs much more good vibes. Oh yeah. What are you working on, Paul? What are you doing, Paul? What are you doing? What are you working on? on your What's your goal today? this week? Actually, what I had started to do before so rudely interrupted by you guys. Um watching was, Danger Dave on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Speak up, dear. I was on um, WKS Careers Thing trying to apply to a couple of, couple of other jobs. Because we uh-huh. asked you to come down and join us with our podcast, you decided you'd do something productive. Yeah. No. So I, you can blame us for interrupting you. No, yes. I, I tried... I tried... <laughs> 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 no. I, uh... Damn it, Dad. I was doing something productive. I, I tried all day. To, nice. No, I tried to get away from it because I... Yeah, after beating your guys so bad in Monopoly, I mm. tried to get away from it, and I, I went upstairs and was like, you know, maybe I'll apply for a couple of other jobs. It, it can't hurt to hit apply, fill out the form, and, you know, send a couple more in. Um, and then I got your text, and now I'm here. Uh-huh. So. Okay, so that interjects I'm something else. So every week I think we'll do, like, the funniest haps between, like, the family or something that is our funniest moment throughout the course of the week. So I've got to go back to two weeks ago. Oh, Paul's shit. feeding the dogs. So we have two dogs. I know where this is going. Tyler <laughs> and Sonny. And Paul is standing at one end of the kitchen. And he's mixing dog food. And my husband and I are at the other end of the Stop. kitchen. And <laughs> Wendell reaches over and he gives me a kiss and a hug. And from the other end of the room, we hear Paul say, Hey, you realize there's three of us in here. To which we giggle, and Wendell says, "Do you want to try for four? <laughs> Please, for the oh love my of God!" God. Oh, and my son was all, "Oh my God, Dad, it's so inappropriate." I've yeah. never wanted to leave, and he was so day, crimson. I wanted to get out of the house and go hang out with Levi, spend the night, <laughs> do something. Well, you know what makes me particularly happy is that any mention of sex, you're like putting up the cross, like uh, uh-uh, uh, you know, just just between you guys. <laughs> Uh, Nobody can envision their parents, uh, parents having sex. Parents having sex is not a thing that I would ever want to see in my mind's no. eye. Well, no, no, no. I don't ever want to think about my, my parents having sex. My mind blacks it out every time it crosses see? my mind. And I, I don't mean like I don't mean like I ignore it. I mean it blacks like I forget huge sections of my day <laughs> <laughs> to avoid. That would be like it. PTSD. Mm, well, it's not yeah. like we're like, or like you know, we don't talk mem- about long-term memory loss disorders. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So that's another thing we will talk about all the time. It's funny, the funniest thing that happens during the week, and then um, we're going to do a teen angst question. Ooh. So we talked about this earlier, and <clears throat> Paul had a meltdown. Paul would like to start in the afternoon with. <laughs> What, so what's your uh, angsty issue this week? What's your office? thing this week? Like what no, upsets know. me this week? It doesn't have to be upsetting. It just has to be something on your mind, something you're thinking about. Girls are annoying. Girls are annoying? Snotty as... Girls? Snotty. Yeah. Specifically the ones from the 5 to 7 tennis practice. Oh. oh. Alright, just give a little background. Okay. Our son is... He's going into his senior year of high school and he's in varsity tennis. In and this second year... Second year of varsity Second tennis, year, yeah. and the boys tennis, boys and girls tennis camps were going on the past yes. few weeks, and uh, Paul has yeah. stayed behind after mm-hmm. the boys tennis to help out coach with the girls tennis. Right, and Paul, take it away on the girls' attitude in tennis. They no suck. names, no names. They suck. <clears throat> no, I'm not gonna drop names. I'm not that kind of throw guy. anybody under the bus. But it's just like some of them don't understand how to take direction or how to take instruction some of them don't know how to not be snotty it's it's silly because i'll explain something totally simple that's a gender like yeah it's a high school thing it's very much a high school (laughs) thing yeah Yeah. it's a high school school gender thing thing. because girls don't grow out of that like freshman sophomore year of college some never grow out of it thing no, what just do you call the, that? Just the the bitchy, snippy attitude thing, the like entitled girl thing. I don't really know what it is. Snotty. Yeah, yeah, just attitudinal. Yeah, just, yeah but I, I'll, I'll explain something totally simple. Where I was telling Dad this, 
where it's like you and your partner are sitting at the baseline, um, which is the it's the line furthermost back from the net, and um, okay. you explain to them the whole concept of moving with your partner while also focusing on your competitors and where the ball is going to go. Okay. So if the ball goes wide right and your partner has to move right to get the ball, even though you're on the left side of the court, you have to move right with them to be able to cover whatever space. To anticipate space. what happens. Well, not only cover that, the space that they're the leaving. space they're leaving behind. Okay. So you have to be able to not only reach the balls on your side, but also what they're running away from. Okay. So I would explain to them, you know, when your partner moves right, you move right with Oops. them. When your partner moves left, you move left with them. And at least four or five of them in my small group of maybe ten are all complaining about how it's too much trouble and how it's, like, too annoying and too difficult. And maybe if I gave better instruction, I, that they would understand how to do the drill better. But I don't know how to simplify it more than when your partner moves right, so do you. You cover it's, the space they leave. That's well, are they not listening? To, I mean, are they looking no, at you when yeah, you speak? There, are they? They're all listening. I've made sure they're all paying attention, but they just can't get it through their heads that this is like the easiest drill ever. Like, the, every single time I try to tell them what to do and how to do it, they come up with some big deal about it, and then they say, "Oh, you." You know, instruct this right, or oh, you know, maybe if you give beta directions, well, that other thing would happen. I don't know how to make it better for them, and it's annoying because. Still saying, can't fix thing. stupid. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can't fix yeah, but you stupid. also can't make them take responsibility for themselves. No, so. which, which sucks because I would just expect them to woman up and do it. So, what uh -huh. do you think will make it better? I mean, with some objectivity, not just bashing on them. What do you think would make it better? Does coach need to speak to them? I mean, what? No. What I mean, can you do to make it better? Tell, coach could tell them pretty much the exact same thing, but complicate it a little bit more because he expects them to know more about tennis than I do. I try to simplify it to the point where if he they expects them to know more tennis. Yeah, tennis? yeah, because well, because Spitler is coach, so he'll explain it in a way that it makes sense to like the varsity kids. Whereas right. I'm trying to explain it in a more simplified way, so even if they've never played tennis before, they would understand what they're supposed right. to do and apply what they already know to it. Whereas Spitler would say, you know, instead of saying when your partner moves right, you move right with them, he he would explain it, you know, you know, as I feed a ball to your forehand, I expect you to move and cover up this, that, and he would use like technical terms. Whereas I'm just telling which them, they probably don't understand. Which will which probably three or four out of this group of ten that he has, that, you know, when he separates them up with his group and my group, you know, okay. that, you know, three or four of them would understand, and then with my group, probably more, probably five or six, but even, you know, my dumber, Listening. my dumbed down version. version, right, they should be able to understand that more than his, but they seem to have no problem with taking instruction from him, and they just find big problems with my teaching, which makes no That's sense. girls in general. So, what would your angst be this week? What would your topic no. of conversation be this week? I don't really... Thanks. I don't really have, like... And here's every nuance. <laughs> you know what? I do have an angsty moment, and that's this one. Mm. Constantly interrupting everything I'm doing by being the loudest bastard in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's my job. Because you are really loud. You are really mm. fucking... You I'm are. Even, you like, are... Even like today, I'm sorry. Falls <laughs> loud. Well, I dropped the first f bomb of the night. You can call. You can bust me over for that later. We'll bleep that out later. But, like, you are really loud. But like mm -hmm. even like during mm -hmm. like D no, during D and D mm -hmm. today, like I'm really emotive. I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons online, so I do a lot of like vocal role play. Yeah, and you can but be I'm, loud too. I, ca I can be, but not that loud. There's no way. Like I was loud today. We because, hear you like, like you're sitting in the same room. Yeah. Like you're all the way upstairs in the back corner, the farthest portion away it from is, where we are downstairs watching television and we can focus. hear you i'll be honest with you i try to keep it down oh, oh my god i notice that i do it like, i notice that i do it sometimes and i'll specifically try to keep it down because i don't want to upset you guys you were like aim with it you guys i don't want to upset <laughs> i can't think when i'm in the same room as you when i'm playing video games I can barely do oh, anything I, else. I can totally relate to that because like, that's, even that's, today when we're sitting in the same room and the TV's running, I can't do what... 
I'm trying to figure out my finances, my taxes, and the TV's running, and I can't. Was moving my desk because I was I was taught it was totally it was kind of different from what I was saying. It was just saying like when I'm playing games and Addie's sitting at her computer, the microphone like this is so sensitive it picks up whatever she's saying. Right. So I was saying so I was saying that maybe we should take my desk and move it not only not only so I'm less of a distraction for Addie but so that microphone just doesn't pick up as we much can as totally move it. I've asked you that, that several times. Is that freestanding or is it hooked up to the bookcase? What's that? Mine, mine it's is to the wall. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's in the wall. It's, it's got two beams the wall. Mine's that the support it. Yeah, hers is the yeah, hers, hers is the case. Yeah, is the bookcase. But um, but it can totally we can totally yeah. But that, that was you, my I've asked you several times you, yeah. about moving you all the way across the room. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've said yeah, I want to do it every time. That would be perfect. No, no, no. You told me no several times. I like my corner. Did well, I? Yes, well, many times you said I like my corner, so I haven't pers- pursued it with you. If you're on the other side of the room, I can fix like my Discord sensitivity so that it doesn't pick you up on the other side of the room, and so can you, because that little extra bit of distance, if there's like well, a bookcase in the room, I've way, also said to you, maybe you should move. We have a bedroom and a bath downstairs. Maybe you should move downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, but, but where I mean, would my desk go? Moving out for such a long time. Where would my up. desk go? I don't. I don't know. We can we can figure that out. On the run. It was like half I mean, we could, turn that, we could turn the wall oh, no, into the closet into like a desk space. Mm. And then what would you do with your clothing? Fit it into one half? Yeah. I don't know. We could, we could well, totally configure something, yeah. but that's. But Trevor did that across the street. Mm. He moved because his brothers, his wow, three Mom? brothers, were upstairs. Who's Trevor? Yeah, neighbor. <laughs> um, neighbor who's the same that. age as your <laughs> sister. No names. Um, Who just no murdered one of his legs recently. So I've yeah. been texting him in North Dakota. Or Why not? Yeah, he's doing some... Anyway, he did that. He moved downstairs so he could have his own space. Yeah. And his, it, it worked out well for them. It used to be their playroom. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah downstairs, but it used to be their right. playroom. Yeah. And you could put the your boys. computer in your room because you're more self-managing than yeah. you used to be. Well, yeah, and like... Like, I turned it you off can't take the bookcase. That would be a, a little bit much, but, but we can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it and out. And then you'd have, have the loft to it. You'd have the loft by yourself, pretty much. It'd be nice because I could shut my door, too, so when I play d and I don't have to listen to, like, him or... Or us. Well, anyway. if you move downstairs, downstairs you'd be well, it doesn't matter anyway. bothered by our yeah, TV exactly. noise. Exactly. Right, but you still have to shut the door. Yeah, I can shut the door. It would just But the problem is, is when I try and go to, like, sleep, the, like, vibrations on the TV, when you guys have it up really loud and watching movies... You just have to turn your fan on. No. And you won't hear it. This one, up till one thirty the other night, taking away on his keyboard, playing Club Penguin, kept me awake with my fan on, so... You get used to the idea, though. We used to do that to you when you were babies. Yeah. I trained you to sleep to ocean noises because your bedroom was direct contact to the front oh, yeah. room. I mean, it's, it's and weird, you no would just totally snooze. Well, I'm closer I'm, to them than you are. sleep like a freaking log, no matter what. <laughs> well, yeah. It could be an earthquake and be shaking Paul Paul, get under the bench. What? <laughs> Speaking I'm of, asleep. The, of the ocean noises, I distinctly remember that time when my that old alarm thing went off. Yep. Cause we, cause, cause I woke up for the longest time to my parents waking me up. You guys always came in and you woke me up in the morning. Yep. And at one point we were like, well, you know, your little noisemaker has like an alarm function. So let's try it out. <laughs> but, I know what you're going to say. But, oh my God. But I had, I had. <laughs> do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I had, yes, you do. I had the ocean noise cranked up so loud. <laughs> when the alarm went off, it went off so loud. That I literally fell out of bed, I freaked out, ran out of the room, and sat on the <laughs> stairs until somebody woke up because it was too early to wake either of you guys up. I was like nervous and like she crying. Was like and nine. It was awful. Oh. It was, I distinctly remember it because I remember waking up from like a UFO dream and it was making that yeah, noise. Way and then I woke up and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You've always out. been really sensitive to anything loud. It's yeah. not your favorite. Yeah, yeah. noises. And you did that sounds. once too with just a regular alarm that went off like and the smoke detector together. Oh, and the, the smoke detector bawling. yeah uh, what is that I do that at school because when the fire detectors yeah. go off it sounds like the world's biggest troop of giant crickets are invading it's horrifying <laughs> it's horrifying <laughs> I jump out of my skin like it happened in lab the other week <clears throat> before, before school ended I lost it. I lost my mind. It scared the crap out of me. I almost spilled like hydrogen chloride on something. Or not hydrogen. <laughs> yeah, hydrogen chloride on something. It was really bad. You're whispering. What are you whispering about? Nothing. 
That is a A and B conversation. See you. No, no, you have a microphone it. running. It's not an A and B conversation. See it's an everybody conversation. Paul is making a comment about me tipping back my wine glass. Oh, which is also something we'll talk about because we are consummate winos. We'll talk about refunds. My, yes. My parents are trying to get their 19-year-old daughter to become an alcoholic. No. <laughs> no, no, not your parents. Just mom. But we'll talk about what we're drinking well, and where, I, I, where I it comes in. from. Oh, did you? Well, Dad, oh, yeah. Great. Oh, excuse me. Mom. Okay, sorry, Addie's going to be 20 <laughs> in October. Yeah. So. Start drinking a year early, right? No, she doesn't need to start drinking, but she needs to know if somebody approaches her with something or says, here, take this shot when she turns 21. That she knows what they're handing her and what the effects are going to be. So, yeah. in order to gain a palate for anything that might come at her, or a palate for what we're, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what might be offered, I think it's important that you just try things and taste things. And we have a lot of things available in the house, and we yeah. drink wine a lot. So, oh, wait, you did you just tell Addie to raid your liquor cabinet? No, no, mom did it for me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, I had her taste some Chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur. Really sweet. Which is very, very sweet. Really sweet. Just to get a nuance for what it tastes like. And then then your dad dad. said, well, I said we have many liqueurs in the cabinet, but I think the Chambord is probably the least, like, aggressive of any liqueur. Just give it a little taste. Don't, like, do a shooter or anything. I'm not trying to get you to drink underage, but um, I said I don't want you to taste the Grand Marnier. I think it'll blow your head off. So what is dad. your dad? The dad comes in oh, and no, says, no, no, have her taste the Grand Marnier. It's great. It's fabulous. So he puts a tiny bit tiny in a bit. glass and you smell it and it smells fabulous, but you drink it uh, and you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. It tasted like battery acid. Yes. <laughs> it's 40% alcohol by <laughs> content, which I only looked up, which I only knew after I looked it up. Yeah. It's it wild. It is so strong. I was, I was like dying, choking on my own air. After I took, I told you I didn't want to give a glass of water. I was like, oh, that would not be my choice for you. No, no, no. But like, you just need to know if somebody's going to hand you something that's a hundred proof when you turn 21, you've only got a year left uh, that, you know, a little bit over a year. Don't rush it. I know you don't want to be an adult too fast. I get it. I understand. Here comes the man with the wine bottles. Here comes more liquor. Anyway. So we'll talk about what we're drinking, which tonight... I got worried. I opened the door and it was dead silence out here. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? Dead silent. Dead silent. We were laughing about Mm. her tasting the shampoo. Anyway. The grammar name. Well, yeah, and you tried to blow her socks off with the grammar name. So I've got a Carneros Acacia Chardonnay, which is really a fabulous thing. Sonoma, California. What What did you open? Oh, yeah, no. That's really sweet. Why'd you open that? There's still wine in here. It was supposed to be for me. No, it was supposed to be for me. Oh. I opened the wrong bottle. You opened a menage a trois gold. I don't taste that, honey, when you go back inside. See how much sugar's in it. Go ahead. Whoa. 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 I'm just trying to down the whole bottle sitting outside. What's different with the menage a trois gold? Is it older? It's a white blend and it's got I think if it's the one I'm thinking about it's got a little muscat in it which is very sweet what is that that? inform the masses and me well muscat is a grape varietal which normally is used for dessert wine but they also use it to blend Uh, Americans love sugar so to get people to drink different kinds of wine they blend it with sweet things so I'm pretty sure that that I don't know. I've got a couple in there. I've got a. Is it older? Is it no? It's no. It's it's no. It's not older. Okay. The older stuff. Because um, that had said that he opened the wrong one. I was like, oh no, you guys so expensive. Well, he's drinking now. red, but he opened a white. Mm, oh. Go figure. Mm. He needs constant <laughs> supervision. You boys need constant supervision. Which be why when you get older, you need to choose a wife very wisely. I have to choose a wife who watches me. Yes. And you can guide you through life so you don't fuck up. What if a wife chooses me? I don't think that's a good idea. Sounds like Viking. Like, like at all. You live in the Viking realm. <laughs> like a caveman. <laughs> like, a cave, like she falls you over the head. You need to choose your own wife. You need to choose. You need to be best friends with somebody and then decide you're going to get married. Because yeah, if no, you're not friends with them, no, I was to there's no real point. And just 
marry him. Well, there won't be any immigrants coming into the country, so you can't choose Whoa. anybody. Folks, I'm sorry. Wow. No politics. So yes. wow. No politics on. I'm sorry. Way off outline. Way, way, way off outline. How did you decide to open white wine instead of red wine? I don't know. I just, I just grabbed the wrong bottle. Like all. all the whites are on one shelf, all the reds are on another <laughs> shelf. It's really not so that difficult to comprehend, but... That's just wrong. <laughs> oh, sounds like you're peeing. Is that, the, is that the white blend that you opened? The gold? Is that the muscat? I think so. Chardonnay? I think it's so. It was pretty some, sweet, too. I tried try it. it. I yeah. did try it. It was kind of sweet. So what can we make spicy? That will be another one of our topics. We'll talk about food, so we can make something really spicy. Yeah. We can make spicy peanut noodles and maybe drink that. Yeah. I got jalapenos coming out my ears. What spicy food? Pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. Pause at refresh. Okay, so let's go back to our outline, shall we? We did teen angst, what we're drinking, weekly haps. What's next on the agenda, honey? Well, the agenda would state... No. <laughs> other, other, other topics I wrote down. So other topics we can talk about are like we have two dogs. One's about to jump into the pool. One's, <laughs> one's about to go swimming. She's, she's part. She's part shepherd, uh, German shepherd, pit boxer, bull, boxer. Part. We're not really sure. She's um, she's a mutt. swimmer and a very sweet, loving, eighty-five pounds of lap dog. Oh, yeah. um, her not so much. She's not so much well, a lapdog. She's dog. not a cuddler so much as Tyler is. She, right well, she used to be when she was little. She used to sit She likes to have her butt scratched. Oh, oh yeah. fabulous. So do you. So why? Okay. <laughs> These are the conversations that we have to steer clear from. Okay, fine. <laughs> People on the internet will listen to this at some point. At yes, some they point. will. <laughs> so the other uh, topic would be food wins and struggles, which we're talking about the wine. We need to make something really spicy if it's sweet. We, yeah, since I opened that wine we needed to make something spicy to... But I bought a pound of jalapenos, which I'm not really sure why, but I did. So we'll have to make something... Um, oh my god, Tyler. Sunny is in the neighborhood. I gotta jump down and insert myself into everything. I'll fix it. Because the other dog is nearby. Maybe you could take some video of uh, him sniffing her ass on the way out. You're a dumb dog. The other dog is a bull terrier. He is a white, deaf, he's the lap dog. He's, oh, he's a he, big lover, but which we'll put him. pictures on in, Instagram. And he's the biggest dope in the world. Ooh, he's he currently is, blowing air on my crotch. He's steaming <laughs> up my son's balls. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. We'll put some pictures of him on at um, S-U-S-A-N-M-W-B, which is my Instagram account. So you can see what kind of dog. Oh. He's oh, a crazy he's dog. looking at me too. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's a nibbler. That would be my son's first sexual experience with the dog. Oh, Stop! Sorry. You've gone. And we've got it on voice recording. Sorry. Okay, so food wins. How about tea? See? <laughs> I'll just jab you in the face. Yes, you jump. Hey, back off. Come poke somebody who doesn't have any mass down there. No, you're not coming this way. Come on. Back off. Okay, so we'll also talk about TV and movie watching. Which we watched. Well, we watched the new, it came out today, I think. Extinction. Yeah. Yeah, today or yesterday. With Michael Pena and I don't know the woman. But it's science fiction. It's all about. Uh, aliens that come down to Earth and start wiping out everybody on the planet. Wiping out humanity. No spoilers. No spoilers, but there's a big fat twist twist. in there. It was actually really, really good. I mean, some of those, uh, we expect a lot of sci-fi to be just schlock. We've watched some... (laughs) What did we watch the other day that was... uh, The Snowman. Oh, my God. The Snowman. The Snowman. With a title yeah. like that. Well, with, uh, what's his name? The guy Michael played, Fassbender. The Michael, guy who which I love, Magneto Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Michael Fassbender's yeah. a really famous good. actor. But The Snowman was, it was hyped up to be this great 
you know, serial killer yeah. investigation oh, thing. Oh, is that the one? Is that the one in the in the like northern? It's like, like Norway. Mm-hmm. It's like Norway. No, it's no like, that's a movie. That's a film. No, it's like Scandinavia. Or Scandinavia, or Norway, or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. every time the guy kills, weird, he leaves a snowman it? in the yard. Isn't it, like really bizarre. Yeah, but I the ending was, was like, odd. hello, really? But it was odd. No spoilers, but uh, no. It was and, ridiculous. Um, okay, cool. Val Kilmer had a small part in the movie. Dubbed. And they dubbed him, and we didn't realize this, but once we realized that his voice was dubbed over, it might have actually been his voice that they dubbed it back over from a recording studio. Um, Susan, you looked it up, and he had gone through multiple surgeries. Throat cancer. Throat cancer. He denied it for several years, but it came out later that he had throat cancer, and he played this role. And First of all, when he came on screen... You said, oh, my, oh God. my God, that's Val Kilmer. I said, no way, that's not Val Kilmer. Yep. Because he looks... <coughs> He's like a young Marlon Brando. He's got the big, yes. puffy yes. cheeks from The Godfather. Yes. From all the, you know, the, he doesn't whatever medications or whatever's going on with him. And that's... And I we love Val Kilmer. Yeah, we love Val Kilmer, but we haven't followed him enough to understand that he's had some illnesses. So he just looked really bizarre. <laughs> and so I looked it up, and it said that he denied it for several years, but finally it came out that he had he was battling throat cancer. So it was kind of obvious because you could see scars in his neck. And um, they did total voiceovers in the movie. And he had a very short part, but... Um, the movie was just sort of convoluted and never came to a genuine ending. I mean, it was kind of a blip. No, they got yeah. the bad guy at the end. Yeah, but it, it was, was kind of weird. weird. It was, weird. The dog is it was still weird, so... Um, yes, he does. No. What else have we seen? Extinction and Snowman. Australian Designs. Ooh. Yes, we're watching... Uh, <laughs> what's the name of that show? Um... We just watched it tonight, but it's a there's a British version and an Australian, doing an Australian version. Series. Uh, the whole season is Australia. So tonight we watched Great Designs. Great Design, yeah, something like that on Netflix. And um, tonight we watched them building a whale tail shaped home oh. on the f- furthest most end of Tasmania. It's called King's Fire? Island. Yeah. Right oh. off the coast of Tasmania. Pretty cool. Right. They built Population it on a like sand dune. So they're figuring out ways to keep <laughs> kill, like keep the ha- the sand dune from eroding under the house. Ooh, very, very that they spent six or eight hundred thousand pounds wow. to build. So that was kind of fun too. Okay, not just not just so, dollars. We're talking pounds. Pounds. Which is a couple million in the United States. Was the well, it's a uh, one dollar is like one thirty-five. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah so today it's like one thirty-five. That's gotta be like at least a million dollars, right? About a million dollars. Not that much. Probably. Okay. Probably, I'm and it was that. like twelve hundred square feet. Really? So it's it's a small. F- yeah. That's tiny. Tiny. It's the it first floor of our house. It was a one-story, and it had Are two wings. Serious? Yeah, and it, it looked like a whale's tail from this. It was cool though. It was a nice air. design. But they were talking about the winds they were getting in this air, like 60, 60 no, to 90, 100 miles an hour, ninety Woo! kilometer mile <laughs> winds, which is hundred kilometers. It's like a hundred. That would be like one hundred and thirty miles. What's well, the opposite? No, it's, it's more kilometers per hour than ni- miles per hour. So ninety oh, kilometers right, yeah, per so hour is about, sixty miles yeah, per hour. Be, yeah, I was about to say yeah, yeah backwards. So but yeah. yeah, that was fun. So the other thing we'll we'll hit on is, um, I mean, we don't do a whole lot of it, but we do a lot of traveling in the area, but trips and travels. We won't talk much about it now, but we did take a recent trip to Napa, which we'll, we'll go through maybe on our next podcast. Yeah. Um, just you two, or just you two and one of us, or yeah. whatever. We'll and call you as needed. Yes. Okay. Every, well, every, sure every podcast, we want to do a team <laughs> section. <laughs> No, you oh, can't back out now. No, you can't back out. Hey, what about, uh, Paul, what are you watching recently? On TV? Yeah. No, yeah. How oh, so? Not... I mean, well, I movies think it could, like be, it could be YouTube. Or what? It could be well, that would be. Movies, I could predict like, oh, that. Well, well no, YouTube, YouTube there's no, there's, that's too long of a list. No, on YouTube, well, just talk recently I've been watching a lot of Wimbledon. That's oh, yeah, a lot of Wimbledon, and then I've been watching Oh, good. Oh, we watched the Battle of the Sexes last, yesterday. Right, right, right. On 
Billie Jean HBO. King and Bobby Riggs. HBO. Oh. HBO, yeah. That was a good show. And then on top yeah. of that, I'm watching a lot of political stuff. Really? Yeah. A lot of stuff discussing... Color me surprised. It's a lot of sc- stuff discussing, like, not so one, like, one-sided arguments. The gray areas. Right. It's yeah. just kind of stuff discussing both cool. sides of the argument. Like, Good. like discussing... Um, it doesn't, like, give any it's kind of, everywhere. um, personal belief. It's a lot of stuff that, um, okay, so is like, it this guy will come out and, he, for instance, he'll say, you know, I personally believe that there are only two genders. He sets up a table and he invites random people from certain colleges to come to sit at the table and have a civil discussion and have the other person try to change his mind about how many, like, genders there are. Oh, just for example. that's kind of cool. So, it really, it really enlightens you to... Um, talk about it not only this person's side. ideas, okay. but it gives both sides the argument, and it kind well, well, of choose for yourself. I one wish, argument, why, or why no, both, sides, both sides of the argument. He's he does a really good job of keeping it. Okay, so really one side of the argument job. is what? Um, one side of the argument would be like I just said that there are only there are strictly two genders, that male and female. Exactly, that biologically men are you know men people are, are born men. men. Okay, and the other side women. is. The other side is that there's a wide spectrum of genders that anyone, you know, all brains are different. Ever, anyone can choose to be whatever they want to be. Uh, there are, given there are some that are, you know, really far outliers that right, are specific right, right. between man and man and woman. LGBTQ. But, right, yeah, but yeah. there's um, LGBTQA or IAP or something like that. Is the LG- what's L- IAP? Wait, wait. Um, LGBTQA. A? IP. And I know IMP are oh, for on. sure. No, no, yeah, please um, explain it because some of us don't get it. I'll, I'll get you. I'll, I'll yeah, do it she can second. get you the exact after, yeah. after okay. definition thing. Keep but, um, you know, stuff like that. I got the Q in the alphabet. <laughs> um, how there's a large um, spectrum of where okay. anyone can lie. Yeah, people yeah. can lie and be transgender. People could lie and be, you know, bisexual, strictly gay, you know, this, that, this, right, thing. Right, right, right. And okay. it, it just touches on both sides, like why he might just, why he thinks this way. Why she thinks this way, why she thinks that way, okay. why he thinks that way. Tell me what you got out of it. Just a wider a it. wider view on how majority of America views these topics. No, but how what no, I'm I'm asking what you personally got out of no, it. What do you yeah, what do you it. think of the I, I argument? Tr- I try not to go that like that far into it. I try to because obviously it's like I I think that you know, for me, I was born a guy. Obviously, like I'm straight, I'm heterosexual. You've whatever. had girls following you around but, since you were two, <laughs> and I'm proud two of that. But your daughter, I mean, your sister, would have a birthday party, and all the girls would be following you around the house. We straight. We used to joke. <laughs> we, yeah. Hey, oh, okay, there's no question. He's heterosexual. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's like From a you long know, time ago. In in my okay. mind, yeah, I feel like right you could choose to be whatever you want. If you want to be a chair cushion, you could be a carpet, you could be whatever the hell you want to be, because it doesn't affect me right, at all. But it doesn't yeah. affect my being. The only time I might have a slight problem with it is if, if you're trying to, like, force certain pronouns onto me, but even then, yes. that's not, like, a huge deal with me. Like, that's kind of well, whatever. That's pronouns, but if somebody was trying to force yeah. their sexuality yeah. on you, that might well, be something Yeah, not only that, but if, like, if, if, like, <laughs> like, just, for instance, a gay guy comes up onto me and he's trying to, you know, be all... They're like, hey man. Right, and I, you know, I'm I'd be like, you know, I, I don't, I don't swing that way. Please, not. Um, yeah. Especially, I don't if, bet for your team, homie. Right, exactly. Yeah. There you go, bingo. <laughs> okay, um, so, but you know, I got the acronym. Oh yeah. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. What is okay, it? Okay, so the full acronym is is Paul spelled it right? LGBTQ. I'm sorry, excuse me. LG, yeah, LGBTQIAP, and yeah. that stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Queer, intersex, asexual, yeah. and pansexual. Yeah. Okay, one more time. <laughs> LGBT. Lesbian. Lesbian. Gay. Bisexual. Bisexual. Transgender. Bisexual. Transgender. Queer. Queer. Yeah. Intersex. Asexual. And pansexual. Okay, what's intersex? Intersex is the very slim. I, I I don't know the numbers exactly, but it's like it's something it's something numbers. below two percent. It's someone who's born with both male and female uh, organs. Like, someone could be, like, someone could have XY chromosomes and have, like, a, like a, a micro-penis. Hermaphrodite. Yeah. Hermaphrodite, thank well, you. Well, that's, yeah. that's not the... That's, that's, that's kind of a derogatory yeah. term. Is if, it? Yeah. yeah. It was, no, it was a, a medical mi- term for someone who has both sexes. Right. Used to be. Yeah. So, they, they, why they is that derogatory it, now? They changed it, it oh, because intersex. intersex people found it offensive to be called hermaphrodites. 
Because I, I actually just watched a video on this like yeah. 45 minutes ago, like for 45 minutes before we started Monopoly. You're kidding. No, I watched a whole video on it. Yeah. Um, it's really this woman was Paul, describing. Paul, we need to have talk about sexuality. <laughs> we should have <laughs> no. done this podcast no. thing like yeah, five but weeks ago. I know. Because we're finding he, out new things all the time. He went through, or, uh, the guy who was putting it on was asking her, you know, why, he literally asked the question, why would you find the term hermaphrodite as offensive? Wasn't it, right. you know, literally wasn't it like a medical term not three years ago? Right. And she was like, yes, but the in, the intersex community found it an, uh, an offensive term um, due to, uh, I don't know, identification or something it's like true. that. No, they, well, it's well, a biological well. thing. Because um, not all intersex people are born with, like, you know, a pair of male genitals and feminine genital genitals. <clears throat> Sometimes right. it goes down right. to something as obscure as, like, your chromosome screwed up. Right. Or, like, you have, <clears throat> you know, like, your genitals are malformed. Or is some weird amalgamation between mm -hmm. the two. And so it's not... The term hermaphrodite does not encompass the whole intersex group. And it's like a weird like it's a kind of charged like sexual term as well because like it's a fetish for some people and people oh don't God. i know i i know we had to get into that but it's part of the connotation of the word yeah and because it. there are multiple people in the intersex community they don't like being associated with the term hermaphrodite because there are some you know like well and hermaphrodite people. can mm -hmm. be directly from things i've seen over the years there were circus people yeah, that yeah. were shown off as yes. hermaphrodites. Yeah. Yes, right. so the connotation yeah. of the word is very freak. negatively yes. charged. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. So which freak. is why that term has kind of gone mm -hmm. out the window, yeah. and intersex yeah, is yeah. the new mm -hmm. kind of thing. They actually had one of the girls on that I just little like, 45-minute podcast wow. thing that was intersex at birth. On her birth certificate, it reads intersex. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Isn't she that said that she was born with, um, uh, it was like inverted testes or something like that right and she was born right she was born with xy chromosomes um and she had ingrown or ingrown inverted male testes and um she said that a doctor and a vagina and a vagina yep and she said that the doctor had performed surgery to remove the testes How and does that um and officially it's declared her a female yeah. yeah it's just it, there's it's a very genetics. small Percent you said it was people. less than two percent of it's the population. Or? What some of the things I've seen say that you know, because doctors and I'm quoting them said they play mm -hmm. God or whatever, and they and they do yeah, and they do the surgery mm -hmm. to you know officially to, to, to orient to them as male or female. To, to right, based on the parents' wishes. Um, right. Yes. Sometimes yeah. yes. Probably. Yeah. Sometimes yes, but Very sometimes they don't. Sometimes when they're they born, just do it. Yeah, because, oh, well, because no, well. because here read, hear this. Sometimes some of the intersex have very definitive qualities that would make them male or female. For instance, a guy could have a very obvious penis and have breasts or something like that. Right. So yeah. they would they would see that they have the male reproductive system and they would either remove the breasts or, you know, do, you know, one of the oh other my things. God, right. Baby. Exactly, yeah. right. Well, how would a baby okay. have breasts? Okay, but think about this really for happen, think about this for a second. Well, we're way like, off yeah, topic way for off topic. an introductory yeah. Yeah. podcast. Really, we're way really off topic. Yeah. But think yeah. about uh when I was giving birth to Addie, and um, I can't remember the doctor's name, which is probably a good thing, but he was an old school doctor. Dr. Mengele? Dr. Mengele, that did his own thing. Now, can you imagine if that's what happened oh, in yeah. that circumstance, yeah. what he would have done? He would have done whatever he thought whatever was he right thought at the was time. Whatever well, he, he never would have consulted right. you. Now, most um, of the time, studies have shown that doctors actually consult parents and ask what they want to yeah, do. But but, but it's again, it's like there's we've very had that experience, right? Yeah. Right, but there's mm -hmm. very certain outliers where it's very definitive, and studies right. have shown the doctors they see this and they just go, you know, we're well, just gonna and, we're gonna fix um, them, quote unquote. Wow. Well, yeah, fix isn't that strange? Them, yeah. Well, wow. And I know it's definitely wow, and like yeah. I have so, a very small degree of a problem with like even your parents determining exactly what to do with like your physicality because if someone is born intersex, that like. I mean, unless it's a serious medical threat, like mm -hmm. that could determine something very. Okay, but what do you do? Identity. Okay, well, you're you're gonna be twenty. Yeah, if you 40. found yourself pregnant and you found yourself in that situation where you give birth to a baby that might be intersex, what do you do? You just. I, I'm, you I mean, you can't. Be. Yeah, but what if it? Yeah, but what if it like proves said, like well, future like said, health risks or right. something? Well, right. Well, if, if there's this, like a serious chance. A future health risk, sure. Maybe Obviously I would something do something done, to right. prevent and make sure that my child is healthy. Right. But in a lot if of cases, not, it's it's. Right. it's I mean, 
you know, I can't I can't say this definitively because I don't like know the statistics. I don't know very many, if any, intersex right. people, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming that mm-hmm. the actual like lethal mm-hmm. or borderline, mm-hmm. you know, life ending health risks are minimal to none. So I mean yeah. if it's not gonna change anything about my baby's yeah, life but, and yeah. it has okay. it, it concerns their identity. In as the same an adult, circumstance that I gave birth to you, our doctor was exceptionally old school. I had they they oh, dragged you out with a Riley with a suction cup, Addie. Doctor Riley. Yeah. Don't say that on tape. <laughs> but they dragged you out with such uh, a suction cup. When you came out, you had a cone head. Yeah. If he had found that you had two sets of genitals, he would have clipped whatever he thought exactly. was right at the time. Right. I don't think he would have ever said. Sorry, and he and well, in lawsuit. Yeah, but you know what? In office visits with him, he's the nicest man on the planet. Right. He's lovely. He's uh, old school Irish guy. He's fun. He's funny. He listens to you. But the minute we got into an operating room giving birth, all bets are off. Well, Everything went yeah. right out the yeah. window. It was whatever was so, easiest for him. Right. Oh, so if problem. that had been yeah. the circumstance, I think he would have, I don't think he would have even said two words to you and I. And we were both, I mean, obviously we were both <sighs> there. I was there. Right. Definitely. Uh Oh, I don't I think he would. I don't think he would have said two <laughs> words to either one of us. He would have just well, and done whatever well, had to be done at the that's time. That's a huge problem. You just determined my child's like baby. Exactly. Like yeah, but you wouldn't identity. realize exactly. that until fifteen years later when your child's going. Um, you think I'm a girl, but well, maybe I'm a boy. At the same time, well, when they have some sort of marks yeah. or like some sort of like scarring. bandage, well, scarring, but like some sort of bandage from the procedure. If it was something as serious as. You know what? When you're having your first baby, um, I mean, I can understand you just kind of overlook something like that pretty easily. But um, I mean, he could have said it was a. I mean, he could tell you it was anything. But yeah, he could have said it was anything. He could have said it was a navel. I mean, they could tell you anything. Your first baby, because you you were so like. My first baby. It was quite the adventure. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, no, really. No. It's like she was definitely a Yoda yeah, experience. She was in labor for three days. Yep. Off and on. I still don't want to leave the house. With Addie. Yeah. Yeah. And. No, I can't oh, no, you wanted to come out no, really no, bad. Oh, you were like, boom, there's yeah. Paul. <laughs> Me, I, no, I like, I like staying home. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it wasn't, any, it wasn't really you. It was scar tissue. Well, we um, didn't know that at the time. At the time, but yeah. You know, okay. It was scar tissue around in her cervix. That was keeping her from dilating, dilating enough to let you out. Yeah. Oh, scar tissue from what now? She had I had some polyps removed from my cervix. Oh, ovaries and cervix okay. years ago. Yeah. yeah. And that created a little scar tissue. And Just as a you're ring. supposed to dilate yeah. Yeah. to get, you know, allow the baby to pass, it was that scar tissue was keeping it from stuck opening wide enough. Yeah. So. She kept going. She kept having contractions, and she was in labor for three days. Well, I, as I remember, I went into labor like on a Sunday night, and by Monday, what midday, we went to the hospital because we were yeah. charting them, and they were like so five minutes apart. The, the first time, home. the first time. Well, yeah, and, uh, we went in, home. and they checked me, and you know, by oh, the time only three centimeters. Go by the time home. you have your first baby, and you go to the hospital, and you're in labor, and they've got your fingers up your crotch and your whatever. You could probably open your legs on a street corner and let strangers look at you and say, yeah, great, you're having a baby. Because you're so over the whole... Right. Pregnancy thing. Oh, my God. Over it. So, no, you're not dilated. You're not... Your cervix isn't... What? Effaced. Go yeah. home. Go home. Go home. Okay, so we go home. And my mother is grilling... Oh, my God. Pork oh, chops in garlic powder for two hours to make sure they're done. Brian, the snot. And I'm looking at you going, I have to get out of here. I'm just going to throw up for the next several hours. So can we take a walk? Take a walk. So we're taking a walk around, like, for two hours. We're taking a walk around the neighborhood. (laughs) It was bad. um, Which labor quickens, and um, we need to go back to the hospital. So we went back. It was, like, in the middle of the night. We went back the second time. Something like that, yeah. And uh, they checked me out again, and they said, no, no. You need to go home. There's You're still no only at like three centimeters or some crap like that. <sighs> so you go home. Go home. Take a walk. We're like, really? Been take walking. a walk? <sighs> so we get home. And we do the same thing, but the house reeks of like garlic and garlic meat. Pork. Okay. Which garlic pork. probably part of the reason I'm <laughs> vegan today. Fried leather pork chops. Oh my God, it was bad. <laughs> and it was a Wednesday. 
right? It was a Wednesday. It was, a Wednesday. Right. It was right. a Wednesday, and Angie came down because she was worried that she, that we were going to have you, and she wasn't going to be around. Uh-huh. And um, Aunt Angie, by the way. What hashtag? Shoutouts. Hashtag. Shout out. Shout out. No. Angie. Anyway, so the third time, um, at this point, we were timing them. They were like four minutes yeah, apart. Like or kept something. coming. Yeah. And we go so back the to the hospital. We, we go. We go. <laughs> the babies, they kept coming. The babies, yeah. There's like a dozen no, of them. We go to the hospital, and they check me again. They're like, no, 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 you need to. I said, and I'm going to break my own rule here because I was like, oh, no, fuck you. I'm not leaving. You, you <laughs> cannot make me leave. You need to take my leg off. I'm not leaving. Get this baby out of me. And they finally check us into a room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're still not dilated. You're not this or that. I don't remember the nurse's name. No, but she was adorable. She was great. And she was younger. She was probably 20-something young, brand new nurse. Um, she was talking to me and in and out all the time. We checked in like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and sh- her shift was over by 7 or oh. 7.30. I don't remember. 7-ish. Kept checking me, kept checking me. And the last time she checked me, she's like, you know, when I feel something hard, like something i don't know what it is she said i think it's scar tissue i, I she, have you had surgery and she was asking me all these questions and she's like i'm just gonna pop it and i had i had an epidermal no i had an epidermal by then um well, so okay, so no, you're numb when you from say, the waist down when you say i'm gonna pop it it sounds awful so that's the first thing i did with right the fringe. Yeah. well and she took it her, sounds horrible she took her fingers and she broke it and you don't feel anything because you no. ha- i had a shot in my back so you, you don't feel anything and she popped it and then Nothing really happened for the first half hour, so she oh, she, no. she spent no she spent a half an hour of her shift in the room going okay so she left. She said I don't think you're gonna have this baby right away, so she left. And we weren't really happy to see her go because right. she was so cool. I remember that, yeah. And so the new nurse comes in and she's like, "Oh my God, you're gonna have this baby right now." <laughs> and you were like, "Boom!" Yeah. Hello. By eight o'clock, you were born. Okay, cool. So that was like an hour after yeah. she. So three days of labor for, for After basically suction cup. nothing. Oh, then the story suck- gets worse. goes down oh, yeah. from there. So he had an episiotomy from hell. He clips that piece of skin between your vagina and your, your, your anus. Paint. He just... His paint. Oh, Dad watched it. <laughs> I watched up? it. It was We're so bad. off topic, it's not even funny. Yeah, we're like nowhere this near being funny. on topic. This is, this is what happens when you plan a podcast, is everything goes off the rails within about right. 10 minutes. Right. Well, it's fine. Well, but it was well, bad. This is, this it was really bad. It, it was, was really bad. Mom was filleted. And How my eldest child was born. Yeah. Right. Great. So your dad went, um... <laughs> yeah. Paul's, Paul's, <laughs> Paul's like going, oh my God. trying to do somebody to kill oh, Someone anyway. stop talking about vaginas, please. So if it wasn't for your grandmother and your granddad that came, that stayed with us for that whole three-month period, I would never have left the house because I don't think I left the house again for like... That was really bad. That was the most painful thing ever. Who went to the store ever. for you? You did. I kept going to the store going, and over again. I need some, what was I buying? I was buying some <laughs> weird shit. You were buying. I need some like anal. Pain spray. Pain spray. And, and, I don't know. And, ice, and obs- I mean, obscene amounts of ice and, cream. And the funniest no, part no, is no, you no. got the same cashier every single time you went. It so was he's like, buying all this anal cream product and... And the woman and at the desk is like, uh-huh, and uh-huh, and you need this for what? Uh-huh, oh yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, just, yeah. just ring me up, would you? Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she full, knows full well she's the, winking. Implica- oh, the I know what you're into, baby. The implications of what that is asking, it does not totally. believe anything that he's yeah. telling her. You might as well give her a sign that said, I like anal. Like a sex. big blinking sign. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I like anal sex. Meanwhile, I'm home with a breast pump going, what am I, a fucking cow? This is not working. <laughs> this is unreal. We're going to have to tag this this podcast as 18 plus. Right. Um, horrible. Which means anyway, say fuck. And in juxtaposition <laughs> to that, I went in the hospital... I don't know, I went to the labor like in the morning and in the afternoon we went to the hospital and my water broke at like nine o'clock in the afternoon. Do you have to give and the nurse was like details with yeah. timestamps? Well no, but I, I try to remember because it's important how, that you know what time of day you were born in. Oh, you're talking about me now. I'm talking about you now. You, oh. <laughs> so oh, I went I to the like, hospital <laughs> it was like okay. eight or nine o'clock at night and everybody's there, your grandfather, everybody. 
and uh, we knew you were going to pop out. Right. Um, and your grandfather went running from the room because he's like, no, no, no. Fine. Uh, my name. They call the doctor. Well, first the nurse goes, are you in pain? I said, yeah, I'm in pain. Let me give you a little cocktail. And she, like, doses me up with something in my hip. I'm like, that's kind of fabulous. That's nice. That's nice. Anyway, you um, hung out until about 3 a.m., and you were born about, but sometime between 3 and 4 a.m. in the morning. Dr. Yang was there. No names. Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Y. <laughs> Dr. Ying Yang. Dr. Um, y. Who yeah. is... He looked like he was 12. Right. I'm here to give you a baby. Right. But he was, you know what, he was, he was fabulous, he was and I great. would do it again if yeah. I knew he was going to be the one. Um, and you came out at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Three or four o'clock in the morning. And by five o'clock in the afternoon, we were walking around the neighborhood, yes. pushing you in a baby carriage, that afternoon, wandering we're you around. around the it was such a different experience; it was unreal. You're welcome. Now here's the difference. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> our daughter, our firstborn, was born um, six pounds eight ounces. Right. Paul was almost nine. And he was the opposite. He was eight pounds six ounces. Yeah. Our little hunka hunka burning love over here. Yeah. yeah. That's but me. Dr. Yang had a totally different approach to the whole thing and yeah. did a perineal massage and the whole nine, and you just came out. Yep. And catch a bit. There was no. Ooh. Catch the baby. Stitches, no nothing, no. zero. It was um, easy peasy. They let me go at like nine o'clock, oh, four hours later. It was like, Mary, go home. Nice. Yeah, it was fabulous. That sounds like a lot of fun. You know what it was a well. Yeah. I don't know how fun it is to be in labor, but um, and I had drugs with you too, so it wasn't that big a deal. But um, well, well, what are we talking about? Crack, cocaine, well, um, morphine. No. You just got weed. Recently. Epidermal, 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 epidural. epidural. Sorry, epidural. Yeah, where you you, you bend all the way over yeah. and they stick right. a needle in your spine. Yeah, I know that. And then, then you're dead, pleasant. basically, from that yeah. that junction below yeah, you. It's not pleasant. No, it was actually quite. I mean, getting a needle, needle in your spine yeah, is that's what's not very not cool. Well, with I've him it wasn't so bad. Spine. With Addy, I was flipping out when they were giving me that. I was, I was cold sweat oh, all yeah. the way around. Oh my god, that was awful. The first time was awful. Second time, not so much. I have the easy part. You just yeah. Have to lay there. And you came out huh. smiling, even though your grandfather ran from the room, because I thought he'd stay for the birth that time. Oh no! I really thought he would stay. Oh no! Your dad? You kidding? Yeah. Well, no. not, not straight on, but I thought maybe he'd stand to the side. No. No. Nope. I think that's a missed opportunity for him. Well, yeah. He's had you know, a lot of, I mean, well, that's a whole other podcast, the missed opportunities of <laughs> Father Paul. <laughs> but we named uh, Paul after his grand, both his grandfathers. Um, yeah. Paul for his grandfather on Susan's side, and... His middle Howard. name is Howard for his grandfather on my right. side. Who passed away at a very young age. but He was 55? Eight. 58. 58 Anyway. Anywho. But he didn't realize we named you after him until after you were born. And you walked out, didn't you, and said we named him Paul? Maybe. Did my dad cry? I think so. He might have. Might have, that's a missed a opportunity for him, though. He's going to stood to the side. He didn't have to stand like and watch. Yeah, he didn't have to have section. a microscope to your mm -hmm. badge. No, he didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, he could have totally stood yeah, behind no, me yeah, exactly. and totally watched exactly. you born, which I thought would have been really yeah. cool for him. Because, but you know, my dad can't say penis. No, he's eighty-eight. He can't say it. He can't do it. He's old school. He's so. It's all right. So we've almost anyway. reached an hour of <laughs> ranting about childbirth, drugs, kids, <laughs> booze, alcoholics, LGBTQIA, oh, transgender So this stuff. might give you a little taste of what we might talk about in a future podcast. Could be anything. Yeah. So hold, hold on to your hats. But it's definitely uh, artist plus geek squared equals family. So it will all be on that general topic she's the artist and you're the geek i am definitely the geek and you're well, a teenager oh, he's, yeah. he's the teenager <laughs> yeah he's also and we part, had one teenager run away part nerd and the other teenager ran off 
to join the circus. Hopefully. And she's also of the artistic bent. And a biochem major. So she's two sides she's of the brain. She's a little bit of both. Yeah. So, till next time. Happy trails. Happy trails.